Recording. Hey, how's it going? Hi, my Macias. What's happening, my friend? Oh, you know, it's a sunny day here in Southern California. I miss the uh, blood moon, super moon, blue moon by uh, about 30 minutes this morning. <laughs> Did you check it out up there? Yeah, I, uh, I posted a photo to the Instagram, mm-hmm. the app. The at Sarlos and Sons Instagram, which is supposed to be for a business, but pretty much is just my life. <laughs> so I, I put up a picture of the uh, the Death Star in red. Yeah, you, hence the you do that every time uh, there's a moon thing. You do the that's no moon. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a mean, good dad you, joke. You, I, I give it to you. It's a good gag. <laughs> Ah, it's a yeah, these are these are the bits. These are the man. bits. Oh, did the, something happen with the moon? Hold on. That's no moon. Enter. <laughs> well, as soon as I start seeing my feed get full of just anything, mm-hmm. I go, "What is the dumbest thing I could post right now?" <laughs> and it always gets back to. I mean. I don't know who these Wiccan and uh, warlocks are that are like, oh, it's the moon. Oh, my gosh. Get outside. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? But I play Zelda, man. I see the I see the blood moon all the time. <laughs> I could just pull it up on my iPad and hold it real close to my face. That's, totally. I mean, I go, Cash, last night was the blood moon. He goes, like in Zelda? I'm like, yeah, man. You know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> my kids don't stand a chance. Oh, man. Zelda. I need to get a switch. I got a. I got. I got like forty hours of airplane travel coming up. Should I just get it? Okay. Can you, oh, how about this? Yes. How about instead of this? Can can Cash get grounded somewhere around March second and come off of grounding around March thirteenth, and then I can just borrow Cash's? See, I would say yes to this, but the truth in advertising is, um, once you get mm-hmm. it, it's like R.I.P. Free time. Mm-hmm. And it is the greatest thing. Yeah, of all time. I know. All right. I mean, you have you, you're going to get screen time, right? You're either going to be on Instagram flipping through and not caring about really what people like and blah blah blah, or the switch. And the switch is like, I am going to you know beat my kids to death at uh, um, you know Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. I am going to play. Oh, if we're going to, hey, right now, if we're going to play open tabs, video donkey or uh, gamer donkey. So hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to do it via YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's look. Hold on. This guy's my favorite. Like, you know, my son professionally curates the internet for yeah. me to a certain extent okay. uh, when it comes to this. It's stuff. nice when you have one of those, but, those uh, curators, live in, live in totally. curators. <laughs> Cash should be on this show. Uh, G-A-M-E-R-D-U-N-K-Y. I think that's his handle. Hold on. Yep. Video Game Donkey. And you want to watch the uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Mm -hmm. By the way, that was my voice as I type. You know? Super Mario. Um, But if you watch that guy... Can you hear this? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't hear yours, but I have my. Own. I have oh. my own. Okay. Okay. The that that review alone from uh, Dunkview from Video Game Dunk. Yeah, I see it. Made me buy 
my own switch as opposed to Cash's switch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. This is the one that got you over the hump. Oh my gosh. Because it was like I watched that I watched the review. Uh, which has now become a running meme in our family. You know, we have a, we have a, uh, you know, some families are no shoes in the house. Uh, we, we are a no swearing house, uh-huh. you know, um, <laughs> and uh video game donkey does this thing where he's like five out of five. Holy shit. Like uh-huh. that, you know? So we've all watched this video together. And so now when anything great happens in our family, someone inevitably will go five out of five uh-huh. like that. And it's just it's and implied then, holy shit or, or it's an implied holy uh, shit, nice. you know? So I have a nine-year-old son that like, you know, Heather puts down dinner and he takes the first bite and he's like, mom, five out of five. <laughs> and then, you know, somebody will go, holy yeah. like that. And, and just le- cool. let it hang there. We let it hang, man. Video Donkey has has drilled a hole into the fabric of our family and is sitting right. All right, I'll check that out. It seems like he's uh, one of those fast talking, fast cuts situations. Just get you amped up for something. He got me amped up, but the the part that really like kind of threw me over the fence. Number one on the Super Mario Odyssey, you know. review that he mm-hmm. did was oh my gosh this game what is happening right mm-hmm. because if we're going to talk about you know straight into nerd shit uh the mario game had that moment to me when i was playing it when i was watching cash play it right when i said how did someone make this mm-hmm. you know what i mean there is the mechanics on that game are crazy good the whole point is not like a side scroller where you're like, I got to get from here to there. The whole point to that game is there's like 30 different ways you could accomplish anything. Right. Right. So it kind of has that, you know, a grand theft auto feel to it where, okay, I can do the missions. Um, this is basically Mario were, grand theft auto. And, and cause it's based, uh, it's based off of like the super Mario planets or super Mario galaxy that came out with the Wii kind of thing. But he's like yep. within the real world, right? So you're running around a city that's kind of like New York doing Mario jump and spin and flip stuff. Totally. Yeah. You're you're and he has a hat. So like <laughs> he's got a hat? <laughs> <laughs> Mario? Wait a minute. Mario? Yeah, and a hat. Can you play as the hat? I want to just play as the hat. Yes. Okay. So straight up, right? So we so this is what the switch this is why the switch is awesome. Flat mm-hmm. out. Um what I like is like, you know, the multi, I, I'm not in any MMOs, you know, I don't play any of that stuff, but the switch is epic for 15 reasons. Here's the, here's top three. Keith Sarlo's top three, five out of five. <laughs> top three, five so, out of five. All right, go for it. Right. So number one, the platform, the platform is a plus. And what I mean by that is you have the joy cons. They're clicked to the side of a screen, mm-hmm. right? The screen is high quality. You're playing just like you would a stretched out mm-hmm. Game Boy. Okay. That's awesome. That's fun. Uh, then, oh, I want to play. I, I want to. I'm home, right? I'm not in a car playing in the backseat or whatever. I'm home. I dock it, right? Remember the old good old Dell docks of laptops, which who knows why that fell off the planet where you would dock this thing. And then all of a sudden, wham, you have your whole screen. Yep. Theoretically. Right? Mm hmm. Theoretically, this thing you drop into the charging station, the charging station has power in HDMI out. Bam, you're playing it on your flat screen. Mm -hmm. Then 
uh, I'm playing with the little controller setup where I'm holding it in two hands, right? Um, you can clip it in. They have like a dock for that. But then my son goes, dude, I want to play with you. I'm like, what do you mean you want to play with me? I'm playing Mario. He's like, I want to be the hat. I go, what? He took the other controller. Mm-hmm. You turn the, the, it used to be in your left hand. The other controller was in your right hand. He took the right hand away. You turn the controller. So instead of it being in portrait mode, it's in landscape. Right. So it's, you more, have like, all the it's more like an original Nintendo controller. Now you have, you exactly. have your, uh, your D pad on the left and you have your like a and B buttons on the right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. It's like a candy bar sideways. Then candy bar sideways. Then cash is the hat. Now I was, I was right? just kidding when I said Mario. play as the hat. Now tell me what you can do with no. the hat. Okay. So the whole point with the Mario thing is you're Mario running around, you know, completing levels, figuring stuff out, finding bananas, stars, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hat, all of a sudden you throw the hat and it lands on uh, the T-Rex, which they give you within like a little bit of play, mm-hmm. right? Now you are the, you are controlling the T-Rex. Mm. Okay. Whatever the so hat, the hat throws and the lands. hat takes over the T-Rex and hijacks its life. And then the hat, which has eyes in this variation is, is a second player character. On whatever it lands. So on. it is Cappy. You, you know, yeah. Mario is Demi Moore. All of a sudden, you are the hat. You throw that over top of Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and you're making pottery. That's what we're okay. talking about here. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit! You know, five out of five. Like right there, it was like I was on it. You know, so playing that, and then um, you know, looking deeper, I saw the Zelda game, uh-huh. right? And I, I don't think I have played a Zelda. Since I was, I don't know, a kid, like, you know, original Zelda, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, NES. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, Zelda's cool. But then it got into like this kind of Final Fantasy realm where there's so many of them. I don't know what the, I don't know how to play an Arcania or whatever. And I was like, yeah, forget it. So I bought cash Zelda because that was like he did good. You know, he earned it. He got Zelda. He started playing this thing. And I started looking over his shoulder. We put it on the flat screen and I went, oh, oh, this is mm. the game. And it became where you talk about the GTA, mm-hmm. you know, yep. model of games and stuff like that. This Zelda game is in a word brilliant. It is beautiful. The puzzles are good, challenging, um, interesting, and enough that. I was like, man, this is this is awesome. And playing that game, there's a bunch of stuff in it, too. That's really great is like any weapon you get or you pick up uh, will break. So you could have the best thing, but it doesn't last you the rest of the game. That's right. And it it break. You're done, you know, and the world is massive. And this is if anybody's listening to this and they're going to go out and they're going to play it. Here's my here's what I got to tell you. You're going to get bored, not bored. You're going to get lost about three hours into this game. And when you get lost, what I mean by that is you're like, well, what am I what am I supposed to be doing now? And you kind of say that to yourself, right? Like, what, what it, you know, everybody's played a game before where they get to a point where they think, um, oh, I, I don't even know what my next thing I was supposed to do is. And then sometimes people put it down and then don't pick it back up. But that point of I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore is when the game all of a sudden you're like, oh, 
oh, I can do anything I want. And that it, it's all you're you're almost always finding something. It's kind of revealing itself to you in a very bizarre, hmm. slow way. And then all of a sudden there's things, and maybe I'm even talking like Donkey's uh, re- review of uh, Zelda. Maybe I'm stealing stuff from that, but there was things that would happen where you, all of a sudden you're like, holy mackerel, th- look at the size of this game. And they were like holding back. Yeah. And then yeah. stuff like that gets open and you're, inside of a machine and it is one of the hardest puzzles i've i mean i straight up went to the internet like started playing through it and i'm like i dude i don't even know what to do because there's there's no how to's there's no nothing in the game like this is what you're supposed to do you do and then all of a sudden little things like start opening it up and you're like oh my gosh you can do Mm. that and then that becomes a whole other thing so. All right. Well, when uh, I get an autonomous car and I regain some of the time I spend driving, I guess I'll play a play a switch. I don't. I, well, uh, coming back from LA, I sat in the back seat of my car <laughs> next to Cash in the back. My wife drove. Is <laughs> my mother in law was in front, and me and Cash were side by side playing Switch, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. So you don't need an autonomous car; you just need a. Oh, nice okay. Wife. Got it. Right on. What else? What else is going on? I'll I'll come steal yours. I'll steal yours for a few minutes and see what's what. I just I I know it's I've got I've got like, oh, I'll play it for 30 minutes and then it will it will find a place on the shelf to start collecting dust. But it sounds sounds fantastic. I I agree. Listen, I totally agree with you that that is that is the thought or the (laughs) hope that you might think is going to happen. But um I well, I went against what I preached to my kids. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, listen, why don't you just like go outside and 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 instead of like building up tokens in the theoretical world, why don't you go build up tokens in the real world kind of a thing? Why don't you go level up yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. And then um and then I just started sit, sitting there and I'm like, I'm a 41 year old man. I can do whatever I want, including <laughs> sit here on this couch and get these tokens. <laughs> totally. Like, I'll just lay in bed, you know, Heather falls asleep. Do that. I don't sit there and stare at my phone while she's like asleep. Man, I just grab that thing and it is that's awesome. What, it's five out of five. Up. So when I, if I can't reach you, I'll, I'll know you're somewhere getting your switch on. What else? Yeah, but I've made, I've made rules. I've made rules, you know. It's like it, it can't come in front of anything else. It has to be de facto do nothing time, you know. That's good. What else you got? What else you got an open tab for? Um, well, uh I, you know what? I I got an idea. So one of my one of my buddies is going to Disneyland mm-hmm. today with his daughter solo nice. trip, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Uh, but you know, it's strong on a Wednesday. Kids are in school. Yeah. He'll be all right. How old is um, his daughter? But, um, seven. Okay. so right she's on. right there in that like medium yeah, yeah. part. That's of, for like, her. That's huge. Oh, I can, st- I'm tall enough to go on the big kid rides, but yet I am still enthralled with the, you know, when you go into the, the Pinocchio mouth of the, um, yep. of the whale. You know, and then all of a sudden you're riding the boat around the thing. So, you, I mean, I think that's a pretty, that's like right in the meat. Yeah, especially you know, on a school day. Disney. That's so, that's huge. That's a big time. I mean, that's kind of, that's gangster. That's pretty good. So, 
Um, so when I was talking to him, you know, I was giving him my like, oh, you got to go here. You got to do this. You got to do this. So I gave him kind of my my little secrets of mm-hmm. Disney kind of a thought process. And uh, I am not one of those, you know, Disney gang, like wear a cut, you know, fake nerds. Sorry, nerds. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, have you seen that? There are Disney gangs. No. Are you no, aware what of is, this? What kind of Disney yeah. gangs are there? I know there are people who go to Disneyland way more than I thought was possible. Like with people in SoCal here with their season passes who go 40 times a year. And I'm like, I don't understand that. Uh, but no, tell me, tell me about this, uh, these, these Disney gangs. Okay. Uh, so we're going to get into this. I love it. Cause I saw it the first time I'm like, Oh, that's cute. And then I like heard about it and they're like, no, 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 that's a thing. And now they're having a problem. I guess they're having a problem with them. And when I mean problem, I just mean these people feel like they uh-huh, own it, uh-huh. you know, own Disney because they're there all the time, blah, blah, blah. But there's things called like, you know, and they were like a, it, you know, they were a jacket or a cut, which is basically a, like a motorcycle uh-huh. jacket, you know? So I think here's where I think less of these people. It's like, if you're wearing a, a sons of anarchy. Oh, oh, you mean cut, they literally are, the are like rolling biker gang style, but yes. with Disney themed gangs there, you have hit it. Oh no, mix. I haven't seen so this. There's like the, there's like the the Wonderlanders, and they hang out in I guess Wonderland, and then there's uh, the Waltz Misfits, and there's the Hitchhikers, and there's the Main Street Elite, and there's the Disney Villains, and there's the yeah, it's it's kind of the if you like you know if you know you're gonna get beat up, it's like I guess you wear that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but and these are adults, I'm assuming, but from the looks of it, yeah. Yes, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. Mm. I really don't, but it's like, this uh-huh. is a thing. And, uh, I mean, I, I guess it's like you're playing in a no PVP zone and you're, you're, you're wearing your cut, you know, rolling God, hard awesome. with your, pick Hey, collection. you know, you know, that, that hmm, yeah, I don't know. No, I haven't seen the proliferation of these. I think, uh, I wonder where this came from. This is just very like I know there's people who are deep into it and there's people who go to Disneyland a lot and they dress up like it's the 40s still. And there's people who go to Disneyland a lot and they're gothic and they go on goth day. And there's yeah. any there's, there's any day number day. of there's existing groups that have like a day or or will just, you know, amongst their social group, you know, descend at a certain time or whatever it may be. But what you're telling me is that there's groups of people who probably were just fans first who then have formed a gang. Uh, yes. We need to talk, we need to talk yes, to one yes, of these yes. people. Oh, it, yes, you are. Well, I, you know, but here's the thing. So when I look at Disney, right, and I look at like the um, the average person, um, we can get into way deep Disney stuff, but it has changed, mm-hmm. right? It's I think it's it's no longer dad hats mm-hmm. you know what i mean there are like there is you know john john from P- poughkeepsie that's bringing his kids and they saved up and you know they're 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 out doing the thing mm-hmm. kind of a thing but i think the average disney like mm-hmm. pass holder if i drew a picture now i would draw a uh mm-hmm. tattooed heavily mm-hmm. tattooed 
Um, maybe a barber, you know, vibe yeah. to him. A uh, bit of, you know, the goth thing throws in there a little bit. But the the SoCal mm-hmm. pass holder, where on the outside would look, you know, it's like clutch your purse, Muriel. That boy's coming near us kind of a thing <laughs> has changed from from that person being, you know, that to a huge Disney aficionado. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's kind of where this whole like, you know, the Disney gang thing comes from. Not not that they're bad people. I, I bet they're probably super rad, nice people. But I think it is part of the um, wanting to belong to a tribe. Yeah, it's, well, that's the you interesting I mean thing, right, about it. It's like they're actually wearing the idea of a gang as a costume, probably. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I only became uh, <laughs> familiar with this seven minutes ago. But I, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> right. at some pictures and it's like. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's an interesting way to align themselves, you know. I yeah, super weird. Hmm. I know you you are having the proper reaction to the understanding that there is. I want to know how this started, and I want to know if it was a joke that is now not a joke. I want to know who was the first, which was the first gang. Are there gangs in other, is there gangs at, in Tokyo? Are there Disney gangs, Tokyo? Are there Disney gangs at, in Orlando? Are there Disney gangs in Shanghai and Paris? Like, I want to know. I bet there are. It's, uh, I think that's one of the things that's really interesting about Disney, right? Is it's, a, it's deep enough to be its own gang. It's deep enough to be its own religion. It's, it's, it's so nuanced. It's so expressive. The fans are in uh, on the spectrum can be so fanatical that it already Mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's uh, it's already there. So then to see people within it uh, go deep and and make these other things to me, the the most interesting social thing about it, though, or the 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 tension there is just that to me, like gang gangness is not that funny. (laughs) Biker gang. (laughs) Yeah, real gang is jail gang, uh, you know, drug gang. Like it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, so I wonder, I wonder, do like, do they only wear their, their colors and their cuts when they're in the park or like if they roll into Starbucks and they're wearing that and there's some, there's a, a legit, you know, someone else, are they looking at them like, what the fuck do you have on right now? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, for, like for whom has this caused a problem? You know, I don't know. It's, uh, right. But here, okay. But let's, let's dive mm-hmm. deeper into this, right? If, if somebody's wearing a Jersey of a sports team. Yeah. Right. No one cares. No one cares. Right. If, if you are a member of the, um, uh, the Raider nation, then you and you dress up like a, a pirate in the end zone. That subset of the Raider Nation is, you know, that's their thing. So, it, I mean, to a certain extent, I do understand this, right? Um, I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's interesting, right? Because it's like, do I really feel like someone's going to, you know, pop me with a shiv while I walk between Frontierland into well, Tomorrowland? It depends what you're no. wearing. Obviously, 
I guess. I mean, I mean, I mean said, by the way, you're, you're probably that. considered a civilian, right? The way that you're rolling through, but it yeah. depends. It de- you know, which, which way do you have your uh, Mickey ears tilted? You know, I don't know. It's uh, that's the, that's the weird thing about it. Cause you're right. I think sports is sports is its own type of tribal mentality, right? People are literally fans of laundry. Like, the team members will change. The coach will change. 30 years go by, but I, I'm a yellow and purple Lakers diehard. You know, it's like, okay, cool. But it's the same idea within the context of sport and within the context of contest and within the context of a certain type of shit talk for the most part. And that's totally. spectrum as well, right? There's some people who take it too far and they want to fight outside Dodger stadium about it or whatever. But to me, most of that stuff is when you have the other elements that get to me, that stuff is actually real gang activity wearing the outfit of sports versus, you know, so that's, that's the interesting thing when, when people choose like, cause this very well could have happened and it could have been teams, right? You could have had your, your Neverland goofy, basketball jerseys and your Tomorrowland Donald Duck hockey jerseys, you know, or your Mighty Ducks hockey jerseys, you know, it could have been a team metaphor, but the fact that it's like a gang metaphor, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <But> what? <laughs> I know I, I was I, just I, there I, and I, I didn't notice I it at all. It was, it was, it was, a, it was at night though. Uh, but um, yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll have to keep my eyes out next time. Make sure not to disparage anybody on the on the pod, so that I'm not a target. <laughs> you hey, don't yeah, rep your exactly. set. You know what I mean. So, but here on on that same thing, you know, you were talking about the baseball mentality to it all. Um, you know what it really is is somebody forming a smaller group of people of quote unquote maybe like minded mm-hmm. people within a larger group that they enjoy. So I could use the same thing saying like the Greek system at a large university or, um, you know, the, the five Oh first, you know, you're taking, you're taking your love of star Wars into a real world. I dress up like this and go see kids at a hospital, you know, but you're right. Like the threat of violence of, that kind of the thing that makes it real, I guess. But all in I, all, I assume yeah, that's I not what they're they're I doing. But it's just, it's it's weird. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That that's the the idea, the the cosplay of it being a gang. It's another form of cosplay. But it uh, but the idea, and it is it's cute on one level. You know, I see I see right. a picture of Mickey, and he's got like his pants pulled up around his face like it's a bandana. You know, the Sons right. of Anakin playing on the Sons of Anarchy. And it's got Darth Vader and they're hanging lightsabers off their hip. You know, I I, I get it, but it's weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's you're right. I think cosplay is the right word for it. Because, I mean, within the context of, you know, norms, mm-hmm. you know, normal people just are like showing up mm-hmm. for this. But it to me, let, let's go into this deeper, right? The thing, like, I look at Disney now, and I, I love going to Disney. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have uh, friends that are members of, like, Club 33. I've been I've been invited there a couple times. I, I like going. I like the uh, 
the way it makes my kids feel. I love the the way the Pirates of the Caribbean smells and it makes me feel like I'm six again. I mean, all that stuff. I'm, I'm in. But when I get to Disney now, when I think of Disney, I feel like Disney is in the job or in the business of owning our nostalgia. Because there's no movie with Mickey Mouse in it anymore, right? There's some kids shows. But Disney is now in the job of buying, curating, and then re-releasing for profit, which I'm wholeheartedly for, anything that anybody is possibly nostalgic for. And I saw it like the first time when they bought, you know, the Muppets, Mm -hmm. right? There's the Muppet ride. There was that thing. It was super fun to go to. They didn't really do a lot with it, but it was like, oh, I'm nostalgic for that. And now that's alive and I can go see it. Um, What they've done with with, uh, Lucasfilm, right? Star Wars, the whole universe. They bought our nostalgia, which, you know, thank God, if you look at like one, two, and three, that kind of fell on the ground to mm-hmm. a certain extent. And they said, you know, we could, we know what to do with your, with your toys. And we're going to buy you for this many billions of dollars. And then we're going to relaunch it. And we're going to make 30 times our investment. Uh, what they're doing with Fox, you know, like Disney is about to own the Simpsons. Yeah. Right. It's about to own uh, X-Men. It's about to own a huge amount of nostalgic television and uh, properties that when they pull it into the fold, it's like, oh, okay. It's finally somebody is taking the things that maybe people were passionate about, but it was still in the original packaging and they're taking it out and playing with it. And that's the stuff I like. I mean, if I look into Disney and the stuff that they're doing, those are the home runs, man. Yeah, it's interesting how they've made room in their pantheon uh, to make these things kind of work because it you know they were kind of competing flavors previously right it was like oh i like coke or i like pepsi um right but now that you know they they're kind of bringing all these different things under one umbrella uh it'll be interesting to see how it works i think you know they they, you're right they do try to own your nostalgia but they also are in the nostalgia creation business right like all of their car, they were able to take their success with those cartoons and turn those into lifetime kind of loves and relationships and continue, you know, with their formulaic stuff to create new things. You know, you got the Frozens and the Moanas that are, that are coming on now and, and that the kids who are not going to be born for another 10 or 20 years are still going to pick up as part of a, a larger grouping of things along with whatever new stuff they're doing then. So it's a, yeah, they they do their thing. I'm a fan. But uh, here's the other part. You roll back. So uh, one of my buddies, uh, Chris Parker, is uh, the grandson of mm-hmm. Fess Parker. And when when you talk to Chris, and I, I've been fortunate enough to be around a uh, a lunch table where when Fess was was still with us and was telling mm-hmm. these stories, right about. Disneyland about how it started about, you know, good, bad, and indifferent of what kind of guy Walt Walt was. Um, It's super interesting to see this path that a company has been on since the Mm. fifties. Yeah. Right. That, that in a very, you know, I could, there's few people I can put up in there, but like Walt Disney now, Steve jobs is kind of the force ghost, (laughs) you know, sitting Uh next to him. About people that built something that now the people that work there believe in the founder or creator and have uh, 
mythicized yep. them yep. maybe and created and and have have uh you know airbrushed out the, the cigarettes in Walt's yep. hands uh in all the pictures so that you know this guy is the uh deity that we are all still chasing and have you ever here side note I know we got to get wrap this up but have you met someone who works at Disney uh I have family members that work at Disney cast members and I don't how, know anybody who works in how, Disney corporate. I know cast members. Okay. Perfect. Um they there is a level of all mm-hmm. in that is enviable to mm-hmm. any business. And I'm I'm really impressed by that. I mean it is a tough job. I had buddies who worked there through like high school and college. They didn't eat, drink the Kool-Aid just as much, but I mean, there is a, there is a Kool-Aid like mentality to what you are doing there. And I personally, I love it. I mean, my favorite part of Disneyland, when I go there, there's a trash can every 30 feet. You just like, and as you just like to throw owner, trash away. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. This is what I love about mm-hmm. it. Right. If I sit there, if I if I just go to Disneyland and hang out or whatever with my kids and stuff, you know, it the sheen wears off after right. a while because you know dad's just a human right. wallet at that point. But then, and then you start getting um, into like the the production details of what's going on. Yeah. Yes, without a doubt. And when I start looking at that, I always go every thirty feet, every thirty feet. There's going to mm-hmm. be a trash can. That level of detail, care the five-star Disney-like experience that they will provide in exchange for money um, because it is not cheap to go there is amazing. No, I love it. And time to go back. (laughs) I love it too, man. Let's, Hey, let's go, let's go to dinner. Let's do it. Do we have, because my favorite thing to do is get as drunk as (laughs) I've been in high school. at Disneyland. (laughs) We don't have to start a gang, do we? Let's go. We we no. I, let's. You know, I just want to go, and I'm gonna keep my eyes open. I'm just want to stop, not stop, but just like now. Now I have to go and drink it in with my eyes and check out these these cuts and these coats and these colors and everything else. Because now, now as the designer, I want to be like, all right, show me what you got. Let's see. Let's see what your made up gang looks like. <laughs> totally. I just want to see them stab each other uh, with churros uh, or something. Mm, that would be churros. How do we how do we get enough power where we can coordinate a parking lot fight between all games? That, that, that would be the ultimate. But it, it would have to be on us. <laughs> <laughs> just to watch Disney just, games. Oh, on well, ice. I'm, hey, we maybe we should just call the Disney on Ice people, and they could turn it into like a West Side Story type. Uh, you know, dance, dance yes. fight. Okay, now you, okay. Just so you know. Uh, number one show title: Walt Disney on Ice. Walt Walt uh, side, figuratively Walt or, side or story. <laughs> Walt mm. side story. All right, that's all I got. I got to jump. <laughs> Jets, Main yep. Streeters. Oh, I'm I'm just disappointed in myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good place to go. end it. <laughs> Have a good week. Catch you soon. Bye.